Hey, cute Vaney. Your dog's already in the podcast He's this good. morning. He's fine. Yeah, absolutely. There's Trout with his bone being obnoxious. <laughs> So, today we're doing something a little different. We are. We're doing a shorty. We're going to do a shorty. A shorty sewed. This is what I like to call anything but murder, shorty. (laughs) What a great name. And the reason that we're doing it is because things get a little heavy. Things get a little labored when you're doing murder all the time. Right. We try to keep it light. We try to keep our personalities in it. But sometimes we start to feel a little... Dark. I mean, we we talk about horrible things. Horrible. We really do. And we kind of laugh about them, too. We laugh, but not in an offensive way. Well, it Unless doesn't offend us. by murder. <laughs> it certainly doesn't <laughs> offend us, that's for sure. So today I was thinking maybe, since it's got to be anything but murder, we would talk about just some of the cooking escapades that we've been through in our lives, because we have been through several and because we've been baking, I mean, as far as I can remember, I can remember being 10 years old and I got my first Betty Crocker Jr. cookbook for Christmas from Grandma Seal. Right. And I started cooking like right then. I can remember the first thing I ever made were these things called drumsticks that were made out of hamburgers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, um, and you, you rolled them in um, cornflakes. Oh, gosh. I bet they were awful. Well, Mama and Daddy ate them. <laughs> So I guess they were awful, probably. But I still have that cookbook. So. And you're just a little bit older than me. But I remember um, my first cooking experience was probably with my Easy Bake Oven. Probably. I didn't have an Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. I just had, like, things that were written. Right. So I had to, it was a lot of do-it-yourself. Nothing was pre-mixed. I did get an apron with that. Nice. Yes. And it said something about... Um, don't let your cooking go to your waste, oh, which is typical of Grandma Seal to make sure that I knew um, don't gain weight when you cook. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I did get that. And we just always had a love of food. I mean, you and I were raised in a house where, well, during a time period where dieting was kind of like a thing. Everybody was on a diet at some point, and it was like a, a thing. It's what everybody it seemed did. like um, we were kind of involved in that. A lot, but we do have true passion for food. We enjoy it. We feel it. like we food heals. We feel like food means love. Right. We feel like food is fun, and it should be, I mean, to me, it's one of the sacraments of life. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's your Just sad, as important oh my gosh, as, let me bring you yeah. a cake. Yeah. Are you sick? Let me bring you some soup. I'll I'll bring bring you a casserole. Absolutely. Everything. And even with our children, I think we took great pride into baking and cooking for them because it was us giving of ourselves. Right. So, but we didn't always do so well. We don't always hit a home run. Make mistakes (laughs) along the way. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things that I remember doing. Way back when, when my now husband and I were um, just starting to live in sin in Virginia Beach. And we were very excited because we had this, um, these friends of ours, this couple that was going to move in. We were going to rent an apartment together. The deal was they were going to stay for the summer. And then when they moved, we were just going to stay in the apartment, which is what we did. And um, I used to make, because you taught me how, by the way, to make chicken. Cajun chicken salad. Oh, yeah. Which I loved, and my husband loved it. I mean, we just could never get enough of it. It was such a treat. And that was a salad that, that we 
actually I worked at a restaurant many moons ago and they served it at this restaurant and it was basically a bed of lettuce then you put um, cooked french fries melted cheese and then you cooked up chicken and a Cajun seasoning I think it was like chef magic or something it was some yeah I think it was, it was chef a blackening magic. season mm-hmm. you cook that up you put that over top of it and you eat your salad that's got lettuce french fries cheese and chicken and that it by the way delightful. you've run under the broiler to melt the cheese yeah. over the french fries right. so <laughs> even the lettuce is a little bit wilted but it was just so good. So and you good. Covered it with ranch dressing. Yes. I mean, such a healthy salad. That's how I started learning to put French fries in my salad, and even to this day, I still do that sometimes. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's a vegetable. Potatoes are a vegetable. I mean, people go out and get potato and salad all the time. And there is such a thing as a potato salad. That's right. <laughs> So, same thing, french fries in your salad. I mean, if anybody would try it, you'd be hooked on salad forever. You would. <laughs> so, and my whole thing is, my favorite vegetable is a french fry. Yeah. That is my true. absolute all-time favorite. Second, the second place is potato chips. Yeah. So, I've been known to put potato chips on my sandwiches and french fries on my salad. And I've even put french fries on a burger before. Right. So, anyway, I decide, my husband says, we're going to, let's make this salad. This is really exciting. I can't wait for them to eat it. Like it was our welcome. And so we went out and got the special cheese from Taste Unlimited. Oh. And we had cheese and crackers and we had wine. Like we were trying, we were adulting right. in our minds. And so um, I go to make this salad and I could not find the the regular seasoning. Right. So I found this other seasoning that just said Cajun seasoning. So I used that as just like I would use the same amount and everything, and I cooked the chicken, and um, it was so bad. Oh, no. Unfortunately, it was really bad. Why? Because it was very, very salty. Oh, gosh. It was so salty, <laughs> it, it was like eating brine. Oh, no. And so here's what, so, of course, Darren takes two bites, and he was like, oh, this is, I mean, I'm really sorry, but this is horrible. I can't eat this. <laughs> And I was like, and so I t- took a couple bites and I was like, my God, I don't know what's wrong with this salad. Please don't eat it. And then the girl was like, yeah, I can't eat it. And she kind of pushed it away. But the guy, Anthony, and he's such a doll baby. <laughs> he felt so bad that he was like, no, Karen, I love it. I love this salad. I'm going to eat it. And I was like, Anthony, please stop eating the salad. <laughs> He was like, no, I really like it. We even called and ordered a pizza. Oh, wow. And while we were waiting for the pizza, he's still trying to eat the salad. Oh, and we're God. like, Anthony. So he gets up and he was like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And we hear him puking. Oh, no. He's puking in the bathroom. And I feel so bad. And we're laughing because he wouldn't stop eating the salad. And he felt so horrible. He comes out of the bathroom and said, I think it's going to be fine. I'll just rinse the chicken off in the oh, sink. No. He's rinsing the seasoning off of the chicken and still trying to eat it and i'm like anthony you have to stop stop. eating that salad that poor kid he puked and puked but he he kept trying to eat that salad oh wow it was so awful so now i know if they don't have the right seasoning that i'm used to in the store i gotta think of something else to have yeah i should have just said i can't find the seasoning we can't have it but that was definitely a baking a cooking faux pas for me that i will never forget well, for me, I think probably the one that stands out, well, there's several. <laughs> but as for you and me, the one that probably stands out the most is you were living in Maryland. I was living in Virginia. 
and you were coming to visit me for the weekend, and I was so excited to have you. <laughs> and um, you love Mexican food. At the time, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Mexican food, but I wanted to make you this recipe that I found for an enchilada casserole. Oh, yeah. And it was, Yum. you know, for me, time-consuming because you had to cook the chicken and shred the chicken, and it was there a, was a sauce and all of this stuff, and I put all the ingredients, and I'm so excited about you about it. I cook it, you get there, um, and I cut a big piece of it, put it on a plate, we're sitting down to eat it, and <laughs> you took a bite, and you kind of turned your head to the side, and you were like, what's in this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's got chicken, and um, seasoning, and taco sauce, and green chili, cheese. and cheese, and then it's got sweetened condensed milk, and what? it's got <laughs> sour cream, and you were like, whoa, 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 what? And I said, it's got Eagle Brand, Eagle Brand milk, and you said, really? And I went and grabbed <laughs> the recipe. such a weird thing to put in a Mexican food <laughs> because it's normally so sweet. It's, yeah, and you were just like, no, it's what the it's what it called for. So I went and the recipe, and I was like, here, look at this. And you said, it says evaporated milk. And I said, yeah, evaporated milk. <laughs> so not the same. It was definitely, we could not eat it. We couldn't eat no, it. No, I had to throw stop the whole, laughing the whole about thing it either. Out, yeah. Even now, when, when we have recipes we have to double check that that's a evaporated milk or, or eagle, eagle brand, brand milk. milk and what what's the difference because in the grocery store they're right next to each other they are and they shouldn't do that no it, it obviously it can be confusing but because i wasn't a connoisseur of mexican food i had no idea yeah, you're like wrong. well like, this, sounds good this to me. mexican food is weird what can i tell you oh my gosh that, that was, was so funny yes that was hysterical so and then one time um i volunteered to make dessert for some folks at my office it was somebody's birthday um <laughs> and we at the time were really into making brownies and melting the andy's mints on top oh gosh yes yeah they were so good oh i love that but when you melt the andy's mints on top and it starts to dry the top gets hard you know like the candies yeah. and i was worried that i wouldn't be able to get birthday candles in there yeah. for my friend if I didn't put them in while it was cooling. Oh, so you put them in a hot? So I put them in. Oh, no. And then I went and sat down and watched TV. And at the time, I was married. And when my husband came home, he said, what's this? And I said, oh, don't eat those. It's brownies for Robin's birthday tomorrow. And he said, well, what's this stuff sticking out of it? <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm sure with an attitude, real smart, I was like, uh, it's birthday candles. Yeah, like, dog, like, can't you say, see that? Oh, what kind of birthday candles are these? And I got up and walked in because I was like, what is the matter with you? The damn candles had melted. <laughs> they had completely melted and it was just the wick. <laughs> I didn't have any more candles. And you can't show up to work with nothing. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take the wick out. Maybe nobody will notice. <laughs> no. well, we got the brownies the next day, and everybody's got a hole filled with black. <laughs> they were 
like, are we supposed to eat this part? Oh my gosh, they gave me such a hard time about really? that. Really? I never lived it down. <laughs> never. Yeah. Well, t- not too long ago, I decided that, um, I guess when we moved to South Carolina, I decided to start making ribs for the kids because um, our sons love some ribs. Yes, they do. And I found this really great recipe and I'd made it a couple of times and um, I can't remember, I think it was for my son's birthday, we decided we were going to make ribs again. So I, it's a, it's a definitely a process because you do a rib rub first. Right. And then um, you, it stays in the refrigerator for a while and then you make this whiskey, it's called Whiskey River barbecue sauce and it's really yummy it is yummy and you make it on the stove and you have to like simmer it and reduce it so it thickens and it's just this multi-stage process and then while that's while you're cooking that the ribs are cooking like on 200 degrees in the oven like low and slow for like two hours and i've had to wrap all the ribs up in aluminum foil and it kind of makes a mess and then you take them out you take them and put them on the grill and you slather them with this whiskey river sauce and you grill it and they really are very tasty so my daughter came home from college and for my son's birthday and we decided we were going to have these ribs and um the kids are eating them and they're like, mom, these are so spicy. You must have done something different. And I'm like, I didn't do anything different. I followed the recipe exactly like it said. Oh no. They're like, no, no, no. It's really spicy. And I was like, well, I'm eating it and it's just fine. Of course, my tongue is on fire and I'm thinking, what the freaking hell did I do? But I was not giving in. I was like, no, these are fine. It's all your imagination. This is exactly the same as I've always made them. So that so they ate them. They all ate them because they said, well, they're good. They're just so spicy. So as we're cleaning up the kitchen after dinner, I realized that I had I had gotten confused and switched out the chili powder for the cayenne powder. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So in the rub. Did you tell them? I did. Oh, I did. After we sat down, I think we cleaned up the kitchen and then we sat down for cake or something. And I said, I have a confession to make. I think I know what I did wrong. And they were like, what? And I said, I accidentally switched out the cayenne pepper for the chili powder. So oh, no wonder no. it was so hot. And they were like, and you swore that there was the same recipe. And I was like, well, I really thought that you all were just being picky because you're kids and you're picky. But no, so they they still don't let me live that down. Oh, They're like, so we want ribs, but we want the right recipe. Right. I'm like, well, you might just get the old recipe just because y'all are mean. Oh my gosh, it's funny. I know. That so we've funny. definitely had some some cooking capades in our lifetime. That's yeah. for sure. So one time, well, let's see. I guess I kind of really got into the whole big baking stuff after I had my son. Um, because you know, daycares have their holiday events oh my and they gosh, always yes. ask parents to bring stuff in. And it gets and a little competitive. It does get a lot. Or maybe we just imagine that it's competitive and we compete. Yeah, I was on a mission that everything had to be great. Perfect. <laughs> yes, it Wonderful. did. I remember. It was a little crazy for a while. Yeah. Well, probably right up until he graduated high school, but still. <laughs> um, but I can remember we had started at a new daycare and our first big holiday I guess was Halloween and they asked parents to bring in stuff for Halloween so I wanted to make of course a a Halloween themed dessert yes 
that the kids would love. And, and we had been doing that for our boys a couple of yeah. a couple of years. We had done some Halloween themed yeah. dinner type things and you know, for Halloween. Of course. So I decided to do monster fingers. And the That's recipe was so really fun. easy. You know, you just make your cookie dough and then you shape them like a monster finger. And this had like, you could put an almond for a witch finger, but right. I decided to do like a flat Frankenstein looking fingernail. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I start pulling them out of the oven and painting them, you know, with a green tip and I'm looking at them and I'm like, damn, these things look a little like a penis. <laughs> So I was like, I don't know what to do. And, you know, back then we didn't have, I didn't have a cell phone that I could take a picture and send it to somebody no. and say, mm -mm. how do these look? Do these look okay? So um, I remember just thinking, I don't know, I, I'm not feeling good about it, but I went ahead and made them. I put them in my Tupperware container <laughs> and I got up the next morning, was having my coffee and I looked in the container. I was like, oh my God, these totally look like penises. <laughs> I have got Monster penises. 24 penis cookies that I'm taking to my child's daycare today. And, it, you know, I was a single mother. I didn't have time to come up with anything else. No. There was no grocery store on my way and mm -hmm. I had to get to work. So they had to be what they were. So I remember I got to, to daycare and got my son all situated and I handed the container to one of his teachers and I said, trust me when I tell you, these are <laughs> monster, monster fingers. fingers. And she looked at me weird and I said, you'll figure it out later. But <laughs> these are like, monster fingers. She swears they're monster fingers. <laughs> I have no idea if they actually put them on the kids' plates or not. Probably not. And after that, for Halloween, I stuck to my... I think I did a jack-o'-lantern cake. Yeah. The one where you, you take... Um, I know you did some cupcakes one time. Yeah. That looked like maybe scarecrows, scarecrows or right. something. Right, Yeah. And then, yeah, because I can remember... So I actually did the witch's fingers. Right. And you put the sliver, not the slivered almond, but the sliced almond on the tip of it. Right. And I did the same exact thing and took them into work. Oh. But didn't really connect that they looked like penises. Right. Until I was at work and, and I put them out, you know, because we had like a little table and we were just kind of having this little Halloween spread and one of the engineers goes who brought the penises <laughs> and I was like ew who would do something like that that's so tacky <laughs> and he goes yeah look at it and he turns around and he's got my witch's finger in his hand and I was like um, that was me, and that's a witch's finger and he was like no that's a that's a penis oh my god because I hadn't even painted them green I just left them natural oh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they were just like white penises with these, with these, um, like the almonds didn't even have to, half the almonds had fallen off. Like right. it was just, it was a nightmare. And I mean, it took forever. I, I never took another Halloween dessert back to work. <laughs> I was sure. like, I'll just buy some candy corn and right. put it in a bowl and call it a day because <laughs> right. I was yeah. traumatized. And I think it was like my first year or second year there. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. Right. Oh my gosh. And I never let it. I mean, I, they never, they're like, what are you bringing for Christmas balls? <laughs> <laughs> like well i guess i mean i can bring some christmas balls and never connected what they were saying oh my so, gosh that's funny yeah. didn't you do one time didn't you make something and they thought they looked like boobs yes and i can't oh it was oh. <laughs> it was some kind of a cupcake it was a cupcake yeah and i had put um pink icing on the cupcake <laughs> 
And on top of the pink icing, I had put a white chocolate chip. Because I thought it was, fa- it was festive. And it was actually a... We were doing, it's when we were doing all of our fundraising for so- Susan oh, G. Oh, that's right. We did G. the breast Coleman cancer Because we were doing the walk. Oh, my God. So I took them in, and people thought I had it had intentionally made booby cupcakes. Oh, that's so- and I just was like, they look so plain with this pink. I'm just going to put something on top. And it was just this little, I didn't want to do a, like a, I don't know why I didn't want to do a chocolate chip. I just oh, thought gosh. the white on top. Top made it festive and springy. It was probably springtime. Yeah. And I took them in and they were like, who made the booby cupcakes? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> They're like, what's going on in your kitchen? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't understand. I think it's y'all. Y'all have dirty minds. They're like, no. But these you are sold booby. them. I sold all of them. Yeah. Every guy in the building yeah. ate one. Yeah. Yeah. Made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. We had lots of bake-offs, you know, for that Susan g coman yeah stuff. we did that was crazy fundraising we had, we had to raise a lot of money i remember we did a pie auction and one of our pies sold for like 40 dollars right so but yeah we did a lot of that we did stuff. that we but sold I made, candles yes we, i made booby i definitely made some booby cupcakes right so yeah i don't think i've made anything else that turned out quite as bad as the monster fingers i remember trying to make a cake in the shape of a duck um, and going to bed like, I had iced it. It was so cute. I went to bed, got up the next morning, and the duck's butt was on the floor. Oh, no. So, that was, uh, that was an epic fail. I can't remember. I turned it into something else. Maybe like a... A football, probably. Something. I don't know. I, I came up with something. Yeah. Well, it was always, That you was know. fixable. I know. But, yes, we've definitely... We've had our share of little follies. Oh, yeah. And then there was the time that um, my son... Brought his girlfriend home for Christmas dinner or something, and she was vegetarian. <laughs> and um, I was trying to come up with, you know, because we're a family that really enjoys meat. So we were having, I want to say, maybe filet Probably. that night for dinner. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, stuffing's vegetarian. Absolutely. That's easy. We had some beets. I even think I did like cheese and crackers or something for her. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what vegetarians eat. They I don't, don't know. eat what we eat. So I made the stuffing and she loved it. She ate like two <laughs> helpings of it. Could not get enough. And we do our stuffing in the shape of balls. Yes, we do a That's, stuffing ball. A, it's I don't tradition. Know why we do the balls, but we do. I can tell you why. It's because it gives you the right ratio of Christmas, Christmas. Right. To soft. Right. Right. And it's crisp on the outside. It's crisp on the outside outside. and it's soft on the inside and it's the perfect ratio. And you know, I'm all about ratios with my food. You really are. So So anyway, we serve it. The dinner was a success. My son and his girlfriend leave. My mom and I are cleaning up the kitchen and then it hits me. Holy crap. We've used chicken broth for the stuffing balls. <laughs> you have to use broth. And I didn't even think to use a vegetable, vegetable broth. Vegetable broth. Yeah. yeah. So she ate chicken broth. And we never told let's her. Let's just, yeah. We never told her. Yeah. I felt so bad. Yeah, but she loved it. She loved it. She and asked her, her poor the next body year. did not even understand <laughs> what was happening. And it was like, oh my God, there's the taste of meat. Oh, I love it. I love it. I just want more because <laughs> the next year she asked for it again. And you said? Sure. Oh, and you, did you do the same thing? No, I did the vegetable. I did a vegetable broth. Did you, did they taste okay? I couldn't taste a difference. Oh, you couldn't? Mm-mm. Well, I, I disagree. I think I would have known. Yeah, I don't think you would have, but. I would have just done a separate batch for her probably. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to do that. No, she wasn't really. I mean, 
she was a high school girlfriend. So oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like there was marriage proposals no, involved. No, 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 so no. No, but it's still, fine. I couldn't knowingly. No. You know, it's one thing to make a mistake, but I can't knowingly make her eat. No, I guess just, that's true. It would make me feel really bad. Yeah, and it's such a bad time to do that at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we're supposed to be giving joy and not giving, you know, chicken to the vegetarians. No. Probably oh, not the best Lord. idea. Yeah, well, hopefully she's not listening to our podcast. I can't imagine that she would. No, she's moved on with her life. I would hope. Yeah, so anyway. All right, girl. Well, that's our that's our kitchen mistakes. Our I kitchen hope mistakes. other people have some kitchen mistakes that they can share with us to make us feel better about ourselves. Please share them with us. Yes, Please and do. just email them to us at murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com and we'll have to let mama know this is one of our few podcasts that she can actually listen yeah, to. Yeah, she can listen to this. Yes, and she her can. she can tell her friends about this one. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Alright guys, will you all stay sweet? Have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.